What is up, world? You are in tune to the Cowboys Global Cast, which are usual suspects. Myself and Tom Tom. Man, what's up, Tom? How you doing, man? I'm not doing too bad, all things considered. Uh I don't think I'm taking this loss as hard as a, as as a lot of people I'm seeing out there are that I think we're expecting apparently expecting us to go 17 to no. But uh but I mean, you know, I took the I took the L, you know like a lot of people did like it hurt but i think it's gonna be okay so that's i guess it's it's uh masa menos you know i'm i'm okay yeah it's you Monday. know here the you know you're good man the cowboys global cast at the ffsn network man we are dc4l we are dallas cowboys for life that means for life man i mean we win with them we lose with them you know um i think the big story here is before we even actually get into the game, it's Cowboy fans. You guys are toxic. Yeah, I mean, really, y'all are toxic. <laughs> um, a lot of you choose to go bananas and ham and overboard when your team wins three games in a row or two games in a row. Oh, they're the best thing since, like, they're aliens. Nobody can ever beat them. They're Teflon Dons, and they lose one game. Oh, the world is over. Sink the ship. We're not. We're out the playoffs. It's over with. Dak is horrible. He threw one interception. You did know he was going to throw an interception this year. You, you did know that was going to happen, right? <laughs> you did know we were going to lose a game, right? That's this is football. This is football, and you're talking about the top one percent of people who ever play this sport are playing. So you could be play- thinking you're playing a sorry team, and guess what? They'll beat you. Jacksonville found that out this weekend. Um, not only did Jacksonville find that out, Miami uh, hung seventy on Denver, a professional football team. These are things that are not supposed to happen. And in the strange world, the Cardinals went in and handled their business and spanked us. They put us over their knee and gave us a good old fashioned butt whoop. So, Cowboy fans, please, please, please curb your your toxicity. (laughs) You're you're too toxic, man. Yeah, you You know, know it's funny. It's funny. um, Like, I basically until, like, last year, I did not use social media, like, at all. And, I mean, I was one of these guys. In in real life, I'm a programmer, so it's not like I'm technology-averse. But I was a late adopter of smartphones uh a lay adopter you know like when i when i was younger and we had like myspace and all that stuff like i use i use social media but i never really like i had a facebook at one time whenever i you know was like 19 20 years old but then just like shut it down at some point because i was just like never get on it and um it wasn't until like so just no social media use whatsoever and you always hear about you know how bad you know things can get on there well i guess it was a few months ago you know i think it was like in april I got a Twitter account and this, this is off season, right? Like people are talking to draft. We get into training camp. Like everyone's optimistic. Jalen Tolbert's gonna, you know, Jalen, Jalen Tolbert's that dude. Mozzie Smith is that dude. Like, you know, this is like just so much optimism. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after this game on Sunday, I was like, all those people were like renting their clothing and covering their, you know, head and ashes. Yeah, and sackcloth like, and ashes it, at this it, point. Listen, it's, okay. it's one game. It's okay. It's one and game. Get, and, like, I wouldn't, 
I feel like the, a typical response that you would get to that is like, you know, this team has talked, they, they've been talking so much and they didn't back it up. And, or you point out, you know, all the flaws that we saw on Sunday and like, that's all justified, but it's just like, I don't come into a season thinking that we're not going to lay an egg or two, like just totally lay an egg or two, like, you know, a couple times a season, like that's just going to happen. Like it's, it's, I don't, I just don't think people really fully appreciate just how hard it is to win games in the NFL. You know, you look at teams that, you know, get five or six wins and you're like, oh, they're garbage. We ought to just be able to run over them. It's like, you are going to do, you are going to do that sometimes, but like, that's a team that won five or six games in the NFL. Like, it's that's hard to do. That's hard to do. And you win, you know, 12, two seasons in a row, you know, like we have, like, that's even obviously even more difficult to do. It's like, we're just, it's going to happen sometimes. Um, and we're two and one. We're not two and one. There's, there's right now, there are two teams, I think, that have played three games. There's two, two, there's two three and O teams. And Philadelphia might join them tonight, and I think so. If they win, they that I think that would only make you know three three and O teams. So it's like we're three games in the season. Basically, everybody has already lost the game. Like it's hard. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's challenging. The Ravens lost. Talk to the Ravens. Ravens lost to the Colts, and it was a horrible horrible call they lost on. But but again, to Tom's point, it takes a lot. A lot goes into winning an NFL football game. Yeah. And I need you guys to understand. It's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. Don't don't go burn all your cowboy stuff and, <laughs> and you know hit and punch holes in your TV because you're just gonna have to go buy another one, right? I understand yeah. it's that relationship with the cowboys that we've had this time and we've had those those things happen where we've had disappointments but you need to manage your disappointments you don't manage them so let's get to the game and 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 i mean you know when i look at this game the first thing that strikes me is 288 yards whether 288 or 220 i think it's 288 yards rushing i was thinking it was like under 250 but i mean whatever it was like it was over 200 it was 288 yards rushing this is this is unacceptable unacceptable acceptable from a defense that is now we notice I didn't say that the quarterback lit us up they rushed for 228 yards on us or 20 288 yards something it was over 200 they put two buttons up on on defense that is supposed to be our strong suit yeah it's not our strong suit stop stopping the run but it we are supposed to fix that problem you know, and yeah. I, I hate I hate to to uh, be the bearer of bad news, but DQ, if you don't stop this, if you you need to stop the nosebleed. And and I, I mean we have some some brain farts and some some stuff. And and a couple of runs, you know, like Dono, you know, his first first play of the game for Dono, he was out of place. He came down. On the inside, where he should have came down, keeping outside contained, Josh Dobbs would have never got outside for that big run, but it was his fault. And then the angle that was took by uh, J. Ron Curse when uh, whatchamacallit, uh, number four, uh, took off up the up the lane on a running play, that was a bad angle. You know, there are certain things that can be fixed, right, that we can really rebound from this, but 
y'all gonna have to fix it. You're gonna have to patch up that hole. What you think, Tom, about all these rushing yards that we gave up? Yeah, so it, it's not 280, but and I'm I mean we're splitting hairs. But I just look at it, it, it's like two it's like, it's like, it's like, like two two twenty ish, something like that. Yeah. Which I mean I, I'm we're split it doesn't really matter. Like you got you got the ball run down your throat, whether it was two eighty, two twenty, two fifty, like whatever. Like you got the ball run down your throat, right? Um a a lot of that came in two two big chunks. And I'm not saying, hey, the Cowboys defense had a, a good day defending the run aside from these two plays. That's not what I'm saying. But I just I want to look at two plays like specifically. So there was the there was the Dobbs run on the first first series of the game, right? I remembered it being the first play too, and it's not. They they ran the, they ran one or two plays. I, they at least ran one. Um, I think it was the second down play that that they ran the zone read and Dobbs took off. And I felt like what happened on that play totally like is just a perfect representation of the of the kind of mistakes that the defense made the rest of the game. Um, this team is getting a little overzealous and we're hunting the big plays in terms of, I'm not saying we shouldn't be hunting big plays, but you can, you can get too aggressive. Right. And if you go back and you watch that Dobbs run, Micah is a little too aggressive and he gets like, he gets picked on there. Um, He he's, he's fast enough. So like they targeted him on that zone read. Right. And like you're right, I think I guess it was I think it was Donovan Wilson. I knew it was a safety. It was either him or J. Ron, but I think you're right that it was Dono. Like it was a combination of them two in my mind. Like Micah made a mistake, like going in at the running back, biting on biting on the fake too hard, and then he wasn't able to catch back up to Dobbs. It was too late. And then Donovan Wilson also is too aggressive on that play. And then I don't know if it was later on in the same drive. No, because they got three there, right? So it was like basically that one really big play, and then we held up, and then they, you know, kick a field goal. Well, next drive, the touchdown run, it's not a zone read, but Micah does the same thing where he's just like, he's shooting the B-gap rather than like staying disciplined. And and I mean, like, I'm not a, I'm not a scout, but like, it just seems like that that's, I don't, I don't think that like that's not that's not proper like in technique right like no anybody anybody who knows football knows that the only person who stayed gap integrity this, this whole game was tank but keep going Dak was the only yeah excuse me tank was the only one who did that so micah shoots the b gap like super hard on that play too and it leaves this gaping hole on the right side so i mean like if micah i mean micah's the best Micah's probably the best non-quarterback in the league. So, like, I don't, I'm not trying to upset people with Micah criticism. But if Micah is just disciplined, which he can be, but if he's just disciplined on the first two drives, I mean, I'm not sure they even come away with points on those first two drives. And then on the – oh, God, what's his name? Is it what's, – what's the, what's the receiver that they use, number six, that comes in and runs the ball sometimes that, that, that had the – Oh, you mean James the, Conner. You, you're talking about James No, no, Conner. no. No, not James Conner. Maybe I'm getting the numbers mixed up. But who was the guy who scored the touchdown well, later? The, the one that scored uh, Moore. He 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 took the, the – Wondell Moore or Rondell Moore? Rondell Moore. He took the – Yeah, yeah, took yeah. The, the, Sorry, the I was just for, yeah. forgetting his name. So, Sam Williams, he's not shooting the B-gap, but this is like a – what is this like a second and two or something? This play that they broke? 
so there's like this is this is the score where they you know they they get another touchdown go up they go up you know they uh they get to 15 right so sam williams he's coming around the end like like it's third and long right and completely leaves another gigantic hole like those the ends just have to be more disciplined in it and like that's just that's what we were doing the whole game like we we we've got guys all along the defensive line except for tank that look like they're look like they're playing like like it's third and long you know what i mean and like they're trying to they're trying to drop somebody for a loss every just like you're saying they're they're hunting and and they're going after food um and their food their prey was a lot smarter it was like you know you you wasn't hunting wildebeest this time you know what i'm saying you was hunting them big deer them deer was getting antelopes they getting up out of there you know what i'm saying it made me Um, think of like it made me think of like mr miyagi and karate kid you know, like Mr. Miyagi, like he uses your movement and your aggression, right? Like he just stands there, right? And when you go to attack him, he sidesteps and, you know, trips you or something like that and puts you to the ground. And to me, like that was like the Cardinals, like game plan, right? Was to totally take advantage of, count on and exploit our aggression. And they did it the whole game, like to perfection. Like, and you just got to tip your hat to him. And honestly, if it was just like, we were just getting dominated and getting blown up, like that did happen some, but it's like, if that was what was happening the whole game, like we were just getting destroyed in the trenches and just getting like completely outclassed, then like I would be way way more worried about the run defense. But re- yeah. really, what it was is just guys just not being disciplined, and like they can go back and look at the tape and be like, you just complete like that's not how you play this. That's not how you play the spot in that situation. And so just don't do that. Like calm down a little bit and just like play disciplined football. Yeah, you got to pick your spots. Yep. to be aggressive <clears throat> aggression is good when it in in spurts when you're aggressive in spurts that's when it's good and it's funny that you mentioned discipline because now let's get on the pass defense malik hooker got burnt twice on the same freaking play malik can't happen man i will um, sell route did I, I remember i remember the one you know obviously that was kind of a backbreaker but I don't remember the well, whatever. Like obviously, Malik, you know, Malik made made a big mistake. Two big mistakes. Two yeah. big mistakes. And you know, uh, you can't really people. It, I can't really say that it was like a big pass day because he only passed for like hundred and eighty some odd yards. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a big pass day at all. But they didn't need it. They they got their points, and then their defense did to us what you know we've been like. Okay, y'all need to be better in the red zone. And we weren't better. We weren't. We were bad in the red zone. One for five. That that's bad. That's not cowboy football. That's not how we get down, right? And and everyone says that they wanted to jump in and talk about the tight ends. I don't really believe that it was the tight ends thing, right? I'm I'm going to show you. There's there's a couple of plays, and and, and I might show them or I might not. Um, but we're we're going to talk about them. A couple of plays down on the goal line. CD's wide open in the corner route. Deep. Uh, I'm I'm on X and I'm watching Des Bryant yell corner route, corner route. CD's wide open. He he hits those all the time. That's a corner route. What is wrong with out of twelve a naked boot? A naked boot. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Now, can I say that the play calling on on the red zone had something to do with the fact that we were missing three All Pro linemen? I can say that, right? I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. We're missing Tyler Biadish, we're missing uh, um, Tyron, and we were missing Zach. 
the all world you know what i'm saying so you know those guys been in maybe he tries a play action or two maybe he tries a naked boot we score on those naked boots all the time that's it's it's like stealing it's so easy for us it's like stealing you know what i'm saying and when they when they catch on there's always somebody on the backside that that can just pop up and throw it to right so i i just i feel as if i was ready to go in and just you know throw water on them and and then throw flour on them and and then you know kick them in kick them in the lake for not scoring but i feel like that there's a real valid explanation for why we were so uh bad in the red zone what do you yeah, think so, yeah we know it everybody listening to this podcast knows it um Mike McCarthy knows it. Dak knows it. Everybody knows it. It's no secret. There's, we're having, you know, problems in the red zone. And I was somebody that before before Sunday, I was telling everybody, this is not this is nothing to be concerned about at all. Because this is a team that's, to, I, I, to my knowledge, I, I believe, I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe they've led the league in red zone efficiency for the last two seasons. So, I, I mean, and a lot of that has to do with, a lot of that has to do with the quarterback. Like Dex, Dex very good. Dex very good in the red zone. And and to me, like you you look at the situation that they were in the first two weeks. And, you know, we we talked about this. The situation they were in in the first two weeks where they're playing with big leads and they know we just have to we just need to not turn the ball over. And we just need to make sure we get three. We're not not trying to score a touchdown, but we're just going to take what they give us. And if they don't give us anything, then we're just going to take three and move on because we got a big lead. And like that was the story, right? Like that was the, um, that was the defense of, of you know why the, the the poor red the poor performance in the red zone first two weeks, and that's what I was saying. But like, you look on Sunday and it's like, what's the what's the reason now? Because we're, we're behind, we're behind the entire game, and we still can't, you know, we still can't punch it in. And so, I want to say. Uh, well, we're three weeks in. We're three regular seasons, th- three regular season games into this new offense, and I, I want to wait until week five or six before I say we've got major problems, or before I before I'm ready to say I don't know if we're going to fix this. But right now, I just I just fully expect that we're going to. I think that some of it is play calling, some of it is um, it's a new offense, um, and. I just, I just think we're, gonna, I just think we're gonna figure those things out. Like I do, I do also think that we've been a little too predictable. But again, I, I also think that that's, that's something that could have, could just, you know, have to do with the fact that, um, you know, that we were playing with the big leads in the first two games. But basically, first and second goal. Uh, I think I saw yesterday that we're running, we're running the ball like 90 percent of the time, like on eighty-five. Eighty-five percent of the time was that number. You can't be that predictable. You can't be that predictable. You can't be that predictable when you're down. Like maybe it's justifiable in those first two games to just run the clock, get three, and move on. But yesterday, yeah, and and you know also maybe I mean we'll we'll run the ball more effectively. Like if we get two of those you know guys that were sitting out yesterday, we get two or three of those guys back. We'll run the ball more effectively. Um, But just you get. We kept getting in that like no man's land. Like, don't do you? I always get so discouraged when we get when we get a first and goal at like the nine or the ten yard line. 
you're just like, dang, why couldn't the first down have come at the five? You know, why can't we have, you know, first and goal at the five is a big difference between first and, you know, between that and first and goal at the 10. First and goal at the 10, it feels like it's hard to get, it feels like it's hard to get six. And, um, and it just seemed like every time that we were getting first and goal, like it was, it was, uh, it was outside the five, you know, it was like eight, nine, 10 yard line. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got, they got to figure those things out and I think they will. Yeah, and and you you speak of the running game, which was decent. I mean, Tony Tony went over a hundred again yesterday. Um, the the thing that I, I, I would four, tell you, I point four yards of carry. I think I think that's what it was on design runs. So that's excluding Dax scrambles. I think it was five point four yards per carry. Right, on design runs like closer so, about one hundred sixty yards rushing. I think is what it was on design runs. So like that's a that's a good day. That's that's a good day for running the ball. It is, and and. What I say about this is those guys, if we're running the ball, they hold up against, you know, in, in play action because you got to be able to hold your block. And they were they were really getting the deck. They sacked them. They were getting the deck, making Dak throw it away. They were making Dak run, you know. So I, I think line integrity was so bad. He didn't he didn't think about running those type of plays. But look, man, I mean, if you got him in there, it's trial by fire, man. Look, you we got to do it. It is what it is. You're going to have to learn it sometime. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to learn it sometime. Anyway. Yeah, and honestly, like, as far as, like, the as far as the offensive line play goes, I thought, yeah, I didn't think that they were – I didn't think that they were very good in pass protection, to say the least. But this offense is just – and we're, we talked about it before. We're talking about it now. We're going to talk about it a lot in the future. It's designed to get the ball out quickly. And, like, to me, it didn't really affect the pass. Like, the poor pass protection didn't really – to me, have that negative of an impact on the passing game as poor pass protection has in, you know, in past seasons, you know, in Kellen Moore's offense, where you have slow, you know, slow developing routes. Um, that to me is like to me, I thought the, they they were, they were very good. The line, the, the the replacements and the line as a whole did very good in the run game and didn't do so great in pass protection. But I don't think it really hurt us that bad. To me, where they killed us, it was penalties. If that's we the next, thank ever, you for downshifting. That's that's the next thing. Every mm-hmm. single drive between the, every single drive, practically every drive, when we were between the twenties, we were dit, 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 dit. the only thing that stopped us was penalties. Go back and watch that game. I've watched it twice now. It's it's practically every single drive. We either it we it either finished in the red zone, or or it was killed by a penalty. Yeah, and we had. Uh, well, 13 penalties for 109 yards. That sounds right. Yeah, that, like that. that's just, it's bad. You cannot win a game with 13 penalties for 109 yards. No, if you won that game, you I don't even believe in luck, but that was luck. <laughs> if you won a game where you were penalized 13 times for 109 yards, you, 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 it was luck. It was I'll have, luck. To, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to look it up sometime. And, uh, and and bring that information to the podcast because I think we probably got some people that would find it interesting. But, you know, e- EPA, expected points added. And I know it's this, you know, a lot of people understand it. A lot of people don't. And like maybe we'll talk about it and like break break it down on, on here one day. But either way, advanced statistic that everybody uses um, that sort of explains, you know, the, the, the points that you can expect to score based on, um, you know, how you did on a particular play. Um, and I think I have seen that like 
false starts are basic. It's it's basically like giving the other team a half a point or a point like every time you do it. And I think I've seen that a hold is basically giving the other team like a point or two. Like every time that you do it, like you you're just get you're just literally just giving them a point. Practically every false starter hold, like between half a point and two points, depending on the penalty. And yeah, they, they're, they're killer. They're killer. And you get they're six killers. or seven. And, you're just, and like, I you're will just say, I don't see the offside. Those, that offside did not see it. Uh, oh, I think we have missed two PIs that should have went in our favor. You know what I'm saying? The same. And, and here's the thing: the same call he made, uh, the ref made, where he gave Michael Gallup. Uh, the the he gave Clark uh, a pi against Michael Gallup was the same guy doing the same thing in the end zone twice once against Michael Gallup and once against CD Lamb and those two calls no to make a call and pick it up is insulting that's that's the thing to me is that's it insulting to me you made the call you're picking it up now come on I think man. it was a I thought live it was a difficult call to make. On replay, it looked to me like it was definitely the right call, but it was so close that to me it's more forgivable to miss the call live than but to me it's just I don't get the picking up the flag. It's like you called PI on replay. We can see it was PI. I know that they're not looking at it, but and then you pick the flag up, like you saw it, you called it. Like I don't that that was that was awful. That yeah, that really set me off. That really set me off. Ridiculous. Um, so talk to me about that. Talk to me about how Michael Gallup did in this game. Man, I thought he looked great. And I often take credit for people's performance when I'm just like insulting them up and down. <laughs> and they just like magically start doing well. I think I I think I did it with Quinn Ewers against Alabama, like middle of the third quarter. I just started trashing him on Twitter. And then he starts doing good. Well, I'm watching the I'm watching the game with my dad yesterday, and there's I don't there was some drop back where, you know, Dak's just you know sitting there, you know, sitting in the pocket like he actually got good protection. He's just sitting there in the pocket, can't find anybody to go up into. They show it on replay, and they're showing the routes that people were running. Now they're covered up, and one of them it looked like Gallup was just like jogging on the track or something. And I was just like, he's trash. Get him out of there. He's washed. He's totally done. And then he has like five catches after that or something. Um, I. I liked how it you you saw him you saw him targeted and making catches in different in different situations. Do you know what I mean? Like you saw him on crossers, you saw him on slants, you saw him on goes. Um, and I mean, there was a couple of double moves in there that I thought looked. I mean, I thought looked good. He was. I mean, they don't have the best cornerbacks. They don't. Their cornerbacks are not very good. But to me. He looked, but to me, he looked good. He looked good, and he looked good after the catch too. You know, he's well, he, to me, Michael Gallup. He's yeah, good. and like old Michael Gallup has that's like team. he's not Dez. I'm not trying to say he's Dez, but like he's got a little bitty bit. He's got a little bitty bit of Dak. I mean, of Dez after the catch. You know, in terms of like he's he's he looks mean. He doesn't look like a guy that you would want to tackle. You know, if you're weighing yeah. you know two ten. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then. I, I could say Brandon Cooks didn't look 100% healthy. He didn't. Um, looked like he forced himself out there. Got a couple catches. Um, you know, I, I I just don't think we use speed packages. Uh, again, this this loss 
falls on everybody. It falls it, it, defense, Mike McCarthy, everybody. I, I didn't see him try to switch the. I mean, because when Dowdell got in there, you saw the pace change, right? Yeah. So why not why not begin to go with with Deuce and change the pace some more, right? Let's. I mean, what we're doing wasn't working. Let's try something else. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. This wasn't you know, a game beaters. This wasn't a world breakers defense. It wasn't a world breakers defense. But again, you know, I don't even. I'm. I'm not. I don't think our podcast is gonna go this long, uh, that long now because I don't. I don't believe that we should. You know, beat a dead horse. We lost. Um, but you know, when it comes down to it, man, McCarthy got to eat some of this, and, he, and you need to figure out what what's going on in the red zone. You need to fix that. You need to patch that up. And then here's the thing. We, we my in my mind, stop. You you don't win games on paper. You win games on the field. So stop it. Stop trying to rest people because you think you win and this one is over. It's in the bag. If they can go, let them go. Now, if it's one of them things where they can't go and you know they can't go and you're saving them from them, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But... I mean, you let Cooks go. You let Dono go. Put them on pitch counts. Get them out there. We need, this is all hands on deck. But I will say this. Tank said it right. You know what I'm saying? Tank, I'll tell them I'm going to quote Tank, and I'm going to quote Dak. Dak said the press got what they wanted. I threw a pick. We lost. Y'all are happy. I love that he absolutely. said I love, how he's, I love how he's getting salty about it. I love it. I mean, Absolutely. The Dolphins put up 70 points on somebody, but we are the talking points of the NFL. That's the, that's the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, haters. Love to see you. Thank you for being here. Congratulations. You got to see what you wanted. Second piece of it is, Tank said, I, I, I this is a humbling experience. We got our butts beat, and now we should know that we got to go to work and we have to play every week. I love it. Yep. I love it. Now you know. You're not... You're not the Teflon Don you think you are. Yeah. It's going to take you coming into every game, respecting everybody to kick everybody's behind. It is what it is. And we can do that. Yep. That's my part in shot, by the way. Some of you. Well, what I'll say is nothing that I saw. So I'm watching the game live yesterday at my dad's house and he kind of lives out in the country a little bit and we don't i don't have good cell service out there so and i and i'm spending time with him anyway so i'm not you know when you when you're spending when you're watching the game with somebody that you you know you spend a lot of time in conversation you don't you're watching the game you're watching closely but just not as close as you would you know when you're by yourself so i recorded the game and came home last night and watched it um by myself and i'm just not in the least bit discouraged by that game at all not in the least bit i came into that game thinking this is a team that has that should absolutely be considered this should be in that top tier of teams where you say these these four five six teams like they can win they can win the super bowl this year there's nothing that i saw yesterday that tells me that that can't happen a lot of things went wrong um i think most, if not all of them, are easily fixable. Um, I think that they had an exceptional game plan. And I i mean, there's part of me that just wants to go and thank them for exposing us 
in the way that we did, in the way that they did. Because it's it's not like it's, you know, week 14 and we're like, oh goodness, like who are we? You know? It's it's week three. It's fine. We're I'm not guaranteeing a Super Bowl or anything like that. Nobody can do that any year. All you can do is say, we got the pieces in place and just roll the dice and see what happens, right? And there's nothing that I saw yesterday. Dak is fine. The wide receivers are fine. Tight ends are fine. The offensive line is fine. We're going to figure things out in the red zone. Don't dry your eyes, Cowboys Nation. Don't worry your little head. It's going to be okay. We're, we're, we're going to win a lot of football games. You know, stop being so toxic. <laughs> Hey, this is this is this is, people just process things differently, you know. I mean, I used to, I, I think I probably used to process things, you know, a Cowboys loss in a way that's a lot more similar to what I've been seeing, um, you know, in the last twenty four hours uh, than I do now. You know, I don't. So we gotta we gotta be patient. We gotta be patient. You know, everybody will be talking about how you know Michael will get three sacks next week and. You know, we'll win by three scores and everybody will be saying, you know, we're going to we're shooting to win the Super Bowl again. So everybody gets a little too high when they're high and they get a little too low when they're low. And and get this. I, we I, I'm sure we lost three or four games the year we won the Super Bowl. I'm almost sure we lost three or four games. Right. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. You're talking about like the, the 90s, Super 94, Bowl? 95. I don't think we, to back. even I think in 93, we, we lost two, three games. Right? I don't think that I, I'm pretty sure that we never won 14 games in any of those yeah. seasons. Yeah. I don't think so. so. My, my there, point there is, might, is that, might have even, I think it was like 11, five, 12 and four, like maybe 13, three. I, I don't, but yeah, I mean, we, we were, we were, we would lose three, three or four games. Yeah. yeah in those you need to be tuned up. Somebody needs to tune you up to piss you off. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And every now, every now and then, you need another tune-up. You need your oil change. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we well, got- so, 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 I mean, like, this is – I'm sorry for cutting you off. It's just like you're making a really good point, and I want to – I just want to piggyback on it, on it real quick. It's like I almost know for a fact that at least one of those Super Bowl teams was 12-4, and four, at least one. And so we're talking about – that's considered to be one of the most dominant runs by – one of those dominant football teams, one of those dom- dominant runs – buy a football team over the span of four years, like ever. Right. And I know for a fact that at least one of those teams went 12 and four. So that's, 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 that's one in every four games. Right. Like one of the most dominant teams, like ever, one of the most celebrated, like teams ever lost one in every four games that they played. Like, come on. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You need to tune up. You need a tune-up, man. You need you, somebody need to change your oil so you you can stop reading your own press, stop thinking that you're so great, and come back down and work. Put on your hard hat and work every game during the season. Shoot, t- Kansas City won it last year and they they lost four games. Come on, man. Come on. You, it, it just it's one game. Stop being toxic. Stop being toxic. <laughs> For myself. For for uh Tom Tom man, we thank you guys for watching um and, and for listening to the Cowboys Global Cast here at the FFSN Network. We ask for you to just go ahead and, and drop us a like, 
uh drop us a follow here on the youtube also on um you're listening to us on all of your podcasts man make sure that you just check us out and give us a review man give us a five-star review let us know that you love what you're seeing let us know that you like it and uh man we out of here we'll talk to you later peace